Hello there, and welcome to the Holy Awkward Silence podcast, where we discuss how we partner with God to grow in our faith. I'm Jeremy, and on today's episode, we'll be starting a series on tips for developing a stronger prayer life. In Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians, he tells them to pray without ceasing. And over the next several episodes, I'll be talking about how we can make that a reality in our lives. But before we get started, let's take a moment and consider how you can help support the Holy Awkward Silence podcast. I'd like to send a big thank you to all the listeners of the Holy Awkward Silence podcast. You've all been a tremendous blessing as I've gotten encouraging words from you about the podcast. If you're interested in helping to support the podcast, here are a couple of different ways that you can do that. Number one, you can help support us financially. Your support helps to support the time, energy, and resources needed to make the podcast go. You can give financially by going to anchor.fm backslash holy awkward silence. At the top of the page, you will see a button that says support. Click it and it will allow you to set up monthly contributions. The second way you can help is to share the podcast with your friends. Word of mouth is a great way to help out the podcast grow. You can do so easily by clicking the share button and inviting others to listen to the podcast on your social media feeds. Third, you can help us out by praying. Pray that people will find the podcast, will listen, and will grow in their faith. Thanks so much for listening, and don't forget to help out the Holy Awkward Silence podcast in whatever way you can. Welcome back to the Holy Awkward Silence podcast. Today's episode, or in today's episode, we're going to consider how prayer feeds faith and forms us. One of the challenges to Christian faith formation is learning how to partner with God to feed your faith so that it grows. Many Christians rely on others to give them what they need to grow. There's a lot of truth to the idea that others are a contributing factor to our faith development, but each of us must take responsibility for our own growth as well. You can't always expect that you're going to get everything you need from your pastor or from a worship service or through a Bible study. They're helpful. They're great tools. They're things that we should use, but they can't possibly meet all of our spiritual needs. Only God can do that. And so with that in mind, you can take charge of your own spiritual growth. And one of the ways that you can do that is through prayer. Soren Kierkegaard said, The function of prayer is not to influence God, but rather to change the nature of the one who prays. If this is true, and I believe that it is, then the more you pray, the more opportunity the Holy Spirit is given to reshape your nature so that you're more like Jesus. But the question that each of us must resolve in our minds is whether or not we believe that prayer changes us. If we acknowledge that it does, then Paul's command to pray without ceasing is just as much about seeing God change us as it is 
about seeing God change the world around us. If you know that prayer has the capacity to help change you, then there is no good reason to avoid it unless you have no intention of ever being changed. So then, if prayer is a catalyst for your spiritual growth, then you need to commit to the regular habit and discipline of prayer, as, Pi, as Paul highly recommends. Paul understood the value of prayer. Not only did he command it, but he also practiced it and asked for it all of the time. If you spend any amount of time reading his letters, you know how highly he valued it and saw its capacity to change things. When we think of prayer, I think our tendency is to think of it primarily as us sharing our hearts with God, which is absolutely true. Prayer is in part us sharing our wants, our needs and desires with God in the hope that he is going to aid us in some fashion with them. But that's only a part of what prayer is. There's something much deeper at work when we pray. God uses prayer to help shape us, to help shape our wants and our needs and our desires. When we pray with regularity, a few things happen to us. One, when we pray, we reinforce the idea that God is sovereign, not us. Prayer forces us to realize that much of our lives is out of our control. Things happen like illness, pain, and death. It reminds us that we are not left to our own devices to deal with the tragedy of life, but can trust a good and faithful God to give us strength, peace, and comfort in difficult times. Two, when we pray, we see our hearts. Prayer reveals to us the things that we care about the most. It shows us both the positive and negative things residing in our hearts. As an example, it's great if we're asking uh, or if we are praying for someone that we love who may be struggling with a sin. It's important that we do that. It's a way in which we help bear one another's burdens. But if we're not praying for our own sin struggles, then it shows us that we're paying more attention to the sins of others than dealing with our own sins. What we pray for and how we pray for it can show us the things that we value it can show us our priorities, but it can also show us our blind spots, our idols, if we're paying attention. Three, when we pray, we become more patient. There's an old joke about never praying that God would give you patience because you are bound to have your patience tested almost immediately. We can certainly ask God to give us patience, but the act of prayer helps teach us patience. Sometimes there are things that we pray for that we see the answer to very quickly, whether it's the desired outcome or not. Other times we have to pray for an extended period of time before we see the outcome of those prayers. Prayer teaches us persistence in asking and patience in waiting as we learn to trust God with the outcomes that are uncertain. For when we pray, we learn to distinguish God's voice from other voices competing for our attention. Primarily, we learn to discern God's voice from our own. 
we tend to think of prayer as talking to God, but it's more helpful to think about it as a conversation. If we do all the talking, it isn't much of a relationship or a conversation. We need to make sure that our prayer life includes time for us to listen for the still, small voice of God. The more we listen, the more capable we are of telling when God is leading us and when we're leading ourselves. Distinguishing his voice comes with familiarity with it, and we become familiar with with it the more we listen for it. Five, when we pray, we become more like Jesus. When we spend time reading through the Gospels, we see that Jesus was committed to prayer. He would often go out by himself to pray and to be alone with his Father. When we do the same, we're participating in the same behavior that Jesus modeled for us. If he made it a priority, then as his followers, we better make sure that we make it a priority as well. When we practice prayer, we are becoming more like Jesus. At this point, I want to point to a couple of practical exercises that can help us to be more attentive to how our prayer life is shaping us. We'll talk more about these and other practical tips as we continue on in our series, but I wanted to give you some place to get started. First, maintain a written or typed prayer list. Write down the things that you're praying for and the date you started to pray. When you get an answer, write down the day that it was answered. By doing this, you do a couple of different things. A, when you review the list, you can see the kinds of things that you're praying for and the kinds of things that you aren't praying for. A regular review of the list will help you see your prayer li- or how your prayer life might be improved. And B, when you look back at your prayer list and see when answers to prayer happened, it, rem- it will remind you of God's faithfulness in the short term and in the long term as well as remind you of the places you need to continue to be persistent with prayer. Second, pray through the Psalms. The Psalms cover every aspect of human emotion and life. There's a prayer for everything in there. If you want to deepen your prayer life and want your prayer life to shape your faith in new ways, spend time reading and praying through the Psalms. Not only will it give you a different way to pray, but it will also help to shape how you see God at work in the world around you. Pray the Psalms. It's well worth it. It will help change you from the inside out. Prayer Prayer feeds and nourishes your faith by putting you in the position to trust God, to praise Him for answered prayers, and to help you rest and find peace in his presence. When you trust God, you're more apt to take faith-filled risks. When you take faith-filled risks, God does amazing things. When God does amazing things, you're more likely to trust him more deeply. And when you trust him more deeply, you're becoming more like Jesus. Let prayer help feed your faith. And as Kierkegaard reminds us, Let prayer change you. Thank you all for taking the time to listen to the Holy Awkward Silence podcast. And I hope that there was a positive takeaway uh, for you during this episode. Until next time, I'm Jeremy. 
and you have been listening to the Holy Awkward Silence podcast. Thank you.